What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Up North Trip. I'm your host, Sean Lawson, and today, well, today, we're going to be previewing the NFL Draft coming up tomorrow, April 23rd. It's going to be Thursday night, all going down with every NFL GM at their respected homes, choosing who they want on their clubs coming in the 2020 season. And uh, we're going to have the NFL commissioner at his home as well, uh, reporting all the picks. And it's uh, it's going to be a little different because it was supposed to be held in, obviously, Las Vegas, Nevada, um, around the new Las Vegas Raiders stadium. So, unfortunately, due to all the corona crap that's happening right now, that is not going to be taking place, obviously. So... All of us football fans will have to deal with sitting on our couches watching um, these college players get drafted into the NFL from the comfort of our own homes. And uh, just like everyone else uh, with the coaches, GMs and the NFL commissioners. So it's going to be a bit weird and probably a bit hectic. And, you know, don't be surprised if the NFL uh, does have some hiccups there here and there with teams. um Maybe not on mute or maybe on mute when they're trying to announce their picks. Uh, maybe some um, interference with uh, video and audio and, uh, you know, but uh, hopefully the NFL will get it sorted out. Um, I think I think that what they reported on Monday, they did like a trial run where um, they had all the NFL GMs into one Zoom chat with the commissioner of the NFL and uh, it didn't go fairly well, but uh, the report says that it didn't go well be- due to the fact that everyone was on and no one was um, like, let's say, for example, the Cincinnati Bengals, they do have the respected first pick in this uh, NFL draft in 2020. Um, they were trying to announce their pick uh, due to everyone being on the chat, not muted. It was just hectic. You can get the, pe- uh, the pick uh, heard by the commissioner so um hopefully they get it all um sorted out you know most of these gms are in you know maybe their 40s you know 50s even 60s and uh unfortunately don't are don't know really how to work a zoom chat and uh stuff like that so i'm sure they had three four days to get it under wraps um if if it were me, I probably would have got it all sorted out last week and even done more trial runs into this week, which I'm sure they're doing currently and yesterday. So uh, we're just going to have to see. It's going to be uh, different. But uh, obviously, we all have the time and patience with the coronavirus uh, going on right now. So, uh, yeah, sit back and enjoy if you're a really a loyal football fan and watch the draft uh, on Thursday, Friday and Saturday. Um, Friday, I believe, is the second and third round. And then Saturday, uh, it continues its coverage of the draft um, from the fourth round all the way to uh, the seventh and finishing out there. So for sure, myself, I'm going to be tuning in to the first round um, Friday with the second and third round. Perhaps uh, we'll see. So yeah, folks, it should be uh, should be interesting this whole NFL 2020 draft. Sorry, that was my phone. I forgot to put it on mute. Um, my bad. So to start off the show uh, with that short little intro, we're gonna go right into the news. And obviously, we have to talk about what the hell happened yesterday with the New England Patriots and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
So to make it official, the New England Patriots have traded tight end Rob Gronkowski, who was recently retired uh, last season in 2019 after he retired from the 2018 season with the New England Patriots. Well, he got traded. He got shipped to his buddy out in Tampa Bay uh, with a seventh round pick from the New England Patriots. Uh, all the way to Tampa Bay with Tom Brady in exchange for a 2024th round pick. Crazy. I saw this rumor pop up on my Instagram and Twitter feeds um, yesterday, yesterday afternoon. And within the hour of it being rumored, reported, it went through. Retired tight end Rob Gronkowski to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to join... Tom Brady, the GOAT, 42-year-old legend quarterback with wide receiver Mike Evans, wide receiver Chris Godwin, and also they have a pretty good stud tight end out there. He was a first-round pick for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I believe, a few years ago. He's still on the team, O.J. Howard, so stacked offensively right now. Um, their running back duo... Um, is a, is a little underrated, you know, kind of, I've, I'm blanking on their names right now, but a little underrated. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe in the draft coming up, they go with a running back in the second, maybe third round. Um, their offensive line is not the best, so maybe they need to attack that on the draft as well. So, but other than that, Tampa Bay is fully loaded with rep weapons for Tom Brady on offense. And, uh, yeah, Bill Belichick making some more moves, getting another draft pick for um, the New England Patriots, which they really need, as a lot of players from them are obviously leaving, going to the Detroit Lions and all over the, the league in free agency. So, and you know what? Getting a fourth-round pick from a guy who took a year off, lost a bunch of weight, um, and, yeah, getting a fourth-rounder is, you know, pretty good. So, you know, they're they're coming back together. I just saw some hilarious, obviously, the memes and the videos put out by Tom Brady and Gronk are hilarious. So it uh, should be fun to see them back together and let's and, and see if they could uh, host a Super Bowl out in Tampa Bay because uh, in the 2020 season, the Super Bowl will be hosted in Tampa Bay, Florida. So we'll see if they can make it. Uh, they do have the weapons offensively, so Tom Brady. Uh, he will be turning 43 in the new league year. Sorry, excuse me. Um, and uh, we'll we'll see. Some uh, news from the past week. Uh, obviously, folks, the 2020 NFL Draft is good to go and set to take place on Thursday, April 23rd. Totally virtual. Uh, like I said in the intro, it should be very, very interesting. Um a bunch of rumors, obviously, from different teams in the NFL of trading up and trading back. Um, you know, the Detroit Lions at uh, number three in the first round wouldn't shock me if they traded back. They've been opened and uh, said that they would trade back um, because I believe, to me, uh, they want wh whatever team wants to a Tagovailoa will trade up and get him at third spot, and the Detroit Lions will just fall back and draft, um, in my mind, the cornerback from Ohio State, Jeffrey Okuda. Um, so we'll have to see 
Um, the San Francisco 49ers have made their two first-round picks. Yes, the defending NFC champs have two first-round picks. Crazy. Um, but they've made their two first-round picks available at uh, number 13 and at, obviously, number 31 in the first round. They've made they, they've made them uh, available for trade uh, because it seems to me that perhaps they don't need it. The team is stacked offensively and defensively. Um However, also, they're making some of their players that helped them get to the Super Bowl this year um, for trade, uh, probably to relieve some cap space um, for the team. Well, you might ask, who are, who are you talking about, Sean? Well, I'm about to tell you. Um, they're making linebacker Quan Alexander, who they got uh, two years ago from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Available for trade, defensive end D. Ford, for, formerly from the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, safety Jaquiski Tart, a stud safety out there for the 49ers. And wide receiver Marquise Goodwin for trade. So I, I don't I don't really know what uh, the 49ers are doing, but uh, with GM John Lynch and head coach Kyle Shanahan, um, maybe some more speedy guys. Uh you know, shake up the defense a little, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see if anyone bites on those guides and on those uh, first-round draft picks. Also, the Miami Dolphins, reportedly rumored, are aggressively trying to trade up from their second um, of second spot of first-round picks at number eighteen. Yeah, the Miami Dolphins have three first-round picks. Obviously, uh, dealt some guys last season. Um, um, offensive lineman um, Laramie Tunsil to the Houston Texans. And they also got that first-round pick from the Pittsburgh Steelers for Minka Fitzpatrick. So they have three first-rounders. Um, but reports are they're trying to aggressively trade up into, um, you know, maybe into the first 10 you know they're they're sitting at five, so we'll we'll they're sitting at five with their first round pick, um, for their first one. So we'll see we'll see what happens, man. It's it's uh, I think it's gonna be a crazy crazy draft. A lot of trades. Um, I know we had six, uh, last year in the 2019 NFL draft, but I, I you know what? Everyone's bored. Everyone's been sitting at home. Everyone's been brainstorming, uh, in terms of the GMs, and uh you know, owners, you know, and with all of us sitting at home, we would love to hear more uh, sports news with obviously without any sports being played. So please, NFL GMs, keep it interesting. Keep it locked and loaded. Um, I, I want this to happen. I want more than six compared to last year. So let's do it. Um, in other news, the Jacksonville Jaguars are releasing um, 28-year-old wide receiver Marquise Lee. Um, in, in a bit of a surprising move, uh, I don't know if maybe the Jacksonville Jaguars are, uh, trying to draft one of those stud wide receivers coming out of Alabama, um, and, uh, LSU and Clemson, but we'll, we'll have to see obviously on Thursday, uh, Marquise Lee, you know what, it's, it's kind of a shitty situation out there in Jacksonville, um, with all the quarterbacks that have come and gone out of that building, um, but, I wouldn't be surprised if he's um, not a free agent for long. 
I, I feel like some team is going to snatch him up pretty quickly. And uh, obviously, the big rumor coming out of Cleveland is that the organization is making star wide receiver Odell Beckham Ju uh, Jr. available for trade. Um, apparently, there was a rumor that the Minnesota Vikings were highly interested in Odell after um, trading um, Stephon Diggs to the Buffalo Bills in free agency. But uh, apparently every insider around the league and uh, people in Cleveland and Minnesota have put that to bed. So that's good for all you Bears, Packers, and Lions fans with uh, keeping Odell Beckham Jr. out of the NFC North. But we'll, uh, once again, we'll see. You never know what's going to happen around the draft. There's al always trading up. There's always trading down. But there's also trading players that come into the draft, um, which we didn't see last year. So maybe we'll see it this year. I know a lot of teams are making their some of their star players available. But with the 49ers and the Browns, that's all we know for, for right now. So now we have to go into our next uh, our next topic for this um, episode of the Up North Trip. And with that, I made earlier this week on Monday a first round mock draft. Yeah, you know what? I have some free time, obviously, uh, with the COVID-19. So, you know, I put the pen to the pad. Uh, I went on NFL.com and uh, was looking at some of the mock drafts. Uh, obviously, all these insiders putting out their fourth and third round version of uh, the first round, how it's going to shake out. So, you know, we'll, we'll have to see uh, if anyone gets it right, the whole thing. No one always gets it right. No one hardly gets 25% uh, of the first round right because you never know what these teams are going to do with trades with uh, picking the right guy, with getting the right information from their um, scouts. And, uh, you know, sometimes a uh, overconfident owner steps in and makes the pick instead of the general manager. So, uh, yeah, I think this is what each respective team in the first round should do. And uh, I'll explain my picks, uh, why I think they should do it. Um, I also wrote down some of the team's needs, and uh, yeah, we're uh, we're gonna get right into with the first overall pick in the 2020 NFL first draft. The Cincinnati Bengals are on the clock, and uh, this should be within the first five seconds. This pick should already have been submitted yesterday. The commissioner should already know where the Bengals are going, and. It's, it's plain and simple. You go with the best player in the draft offensively for the Cincinnati Bengals because they struggled immensely last year, only winning two games out of the 17-week schedule. And that's quarterback Joe Burrow from LSU, the Heisman Trophy winner, the, national, the guy who won a national championship for LSU last season. And uh, it's it's pretty straightforward. The Red Rifle quarterback Andy Dalton is still a free agent. They let him go, and you need you need to bring back hope into the building in Cincinnati. You need to get fans involved. And with a first round pick and with a quarterback 
off the board right away for your organization, it's it, it, it brings some fuel back into the fire of your fan base in your team. You know, it's a fresh start. You're ready to roll with this kid who's mobile, who has a good arm, who is uh, careful with the ball, and who knows how to win football games. So quarterback Joe Burrow, uh, first overall pick to the Cincinnati Bengals. We move on to the Washington Redskins, and it's the, here's another one that's plain and simple. Uh, you got a team who took a quarterback last year, uh, obviously with a new head coaching staff in mind, uh, you have to pick the best player available to you. And at the number two spot, you know, a, a quarterback already went. So I think what the Washington Redskins should do is take the best player, period, in the NFL draft this year, 2020, which would be edge rusher Chase Young from Ohio State University. And uh, it's it's plain and sp- simple. This guy is a beast. This guy is phenomenal. This guy will get you um, numerous, numerous sacks on the season next year uh, in Washington. And, uh, you know, with Jack Del Rio, the defensive coordinator, and uh, head coach Ron Rivera, you know, defensive guys when they played uh, football and uh, defensive-minded coaches out in uh, Oakland uh, for Jack Del Rio, his last spot where he was a head coach, and uh, Ron Rivera, who was just uh, the head coach for the Carolina Panthers. It's it's plain and simple that uh, I think they're going to go defense because they're defensive-minded guys, and they take the young stud, Chase Young. Well, at number three, like I said before in the news, we have the Detroit Lions with the uh, potential trade back rumor. But you never know. This this organization has not drafted very well in years past. Yes, obviously, they drafted Matthew Stafford. He's a great QB. Uh, they got lucky with Calvin Johnson, uh, the, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, period. Um, but you know what? It wouldn't surprise me if they just went... Um, and covered their bases because they let uh, they let Darius Slay go in the offseason. And uh, that's that's one of their biggest needs right now is cornerback. So with the third overall selection, I think they just crush it. They go with Ohio State cornerback Jeffrey Okuda. We move on to the New York football giants at number four. Um, and the, the, the presence of a edge rusher or a big man up front defensively has has not been there since Jason Pierre-Paul had all his uh, fingers, all his 10 fingers on his hand. Um, and, you know, other other great defensive front guys they had, Michael Strahan and Justin Tuck. In, in the few past years, we haven't seen any big name coming out of the New York um, Giants front four on defense. So with the fourth pick, I think they take defensive tackle Derek Brown from Auburn. Uh, I All over the board, this team needs uh, different players across the field. But you know what? I think they get a good, strong guy from Auburn in Derek Brown. And uh, they, get him, uh, they get him some sacks this season. And they, and they crush the rest of the draft. So, yeah, 
New York football giants, you got your guy back. You got uh, your strong, strong a uh, sack machine in Derek Brown. Miami Dolphins at number five. They have three first-round picks. Um, and to me, this is plain and simple. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is not your um, answer at quarterback. And although he's very magical, he's quite the magician, he will win you some football games. But... This isn't your answer at quarterback, um, and you wanna you wanna bring some hope to the franchise, which hasn't been there since Dan Marino was your quarterback. So you draft the stud from Alabama, co- uh, quarterback Tua Tagovailoa, and uh, you got your guy for the next uh, hopefully ten years, provided that he is a hundred percent healthy. Obviously, if some of you don't know that uh, Tua Tagovailoa from Alabama suffered a brutal hip injury uh last season for the crimson tide and uh but from all of his team from all of his teammates uh coaches their doctors they've said he's been good to go since the beginning of uh april i think even into late march so he's good to go and uh for the miami dolphins they have their answer at quarterback we move on to the los angeles chargers which, uh, you know, we, d- we don't know what they're going to do. Apparently, they are going to be rolling with, they've said reports that they are going to be rolling with quarterback um, Tyrod Taylor. They are strongly committed to him. They believe he can do the same things as every other mobile quarterback in the league right now in terms of Lamar Jackson, uh, Patrick Mahomes, and Deshaun Watson. They believe they could utilize him as those three uh, star quarterbacks right now. Um, Sure, whatever floats your boat, I guess, uh, Chargers Nation. But with the sixth overall pick, I think they go with a defensive guy. And with already a crazy defense uh, with Melvin Ingram and uh, Joey Bosa, Derwin James, uh, Desmond King. And, you know, they just acquired Chris Harris Jr., from the uh, Denver Broncos. So this team should be phenomenal next year, and I think they just get even better with linebacker Isaiah Simmons from Clemson. This guy is um, phenomenal. He is crazy. He is sideline to sideline. He could even be put uh, at the safety spot. Could you imagine Derwin James and Isaiah Simmons on the same team? This, this is going to be crazy, and I think their defense just gets even better um, with Isaiah Simmons. So, kid, go kill out there for Chargers Nation. We move at the number seven spot to the Carolina Panthers. Um, and, you know, they got their guy at quarterback with Teddy Bridgewater from the New Orleans Saints in uh, the offseason. And uh, what, what else were their biggest needs? Uh, obviously, maybe a, some wide receiver help. Uh, perhaps a tight end with Greg Olson leave, leaving, but the the tight end spot in this draft isn't that big. It isn't that huge. So wh- who else did they lose? They lost their future Hall of Famer linebacker, Luke Keekley. and ladies and gentlemen, that's where I think they will be going in the draft. They select Patrick Queen, linebacker from LSU. Um, this guy is just comparable to Isaiah Simmons uh he's you know sideline sideline he's a run stopper 
and uh, he's just a beast, man. And I think they just, you know, fill in Patrick Queen right in the spot where Luke Keekley once was. We move on to the eighth spot uh, for the Arizona Cardinals in the first round. They have some needs. Obviously, you got to protect Kyler Murray and, um, you know, that he isn't running for his life. They solve the wide receiver spot with the crazy trade that happened in free agency between the Houston Texans and the Cardinals with grabbing uh, DeAndre Hopkins for a steal. So with that, you got to protect Kyler Murray, your first overall selection last season. And I think they go offensive tackle Tristan Wirfs from Iowa University. Um, he is a big boy, so he is going to protect little Kyler Murray out there in um, on your offense. We move on to the number nine spot with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, uh, you know, this is kind of up, up in the air, too, with the Jaguars. Uh, they're, they've been shipping off their defensive guys all, all offseason, all last year, too, with Jalen Ramsey going to the um, Los Angeles Rams. But in, in my opinion, this could be a spot where the Jaguars take uh, either Jordan Love or Justin Herbert, um, the remaining quarterbacks that have been highly scouted. So it's it's potential that they could select a QB because they need it. I don't know if Gardner Minshew is the guy out there in Jacksonville. But to me, they replace a need on the defensive line because they shipped uh, defensive end Calais Campbell off to the Baltimore Ravens. But this guy, in terms of the same position as Calais, it, it, it isn't the same. And with saying that, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to select defensive tackle Javon Kinlaw from South Carolina. Um, obviously, you need pressure up the middle to get you sacks, and this guy at defensive tackle will get you there. He'll be a problem for all the offensive lines in the National Football League next season. We go to the 10th spot with the Cleveland Browns. Um, to me... It's very clear and evident what the uh, Cleveland Browns should do here. They have their tight ends with Austin Hooper and David Njoku, who was coming off an injury from last season. For now, they have Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry. The running backs are set. You have Nick Chubb. You have Kareem Hunt, who they just re-signed. Um, th they did solve some needs in the offensive line with Jack Conklin coming in from Tennessee. But you keep on you keep on pushing for that offensive line and you get an offensive tad tackle from Alabama. Jedrick Wills, uh, the big boy from Alabama, whose job was to protect Tua. So we'll we'll see. We'll see how he shakes out in Cleveland. You need to solve that offensive line for Baker Mayfield. He was running for his life last season. We move on to the other New York team at number 11, the New York Jets. And uh, with this, I think it's pr pretty clear and simple as well. You let your only stud wide receiver walk in free agency, uh, Robbie Anderson. He went to the Carolina Panthers. And uh, I think you pick a wide receiver right here at 11. First wide receiver off the board will be C.D. Lamb from uh, from Oklahoma, first wide receiver off the board to the New York Jets. 
book it. That's probably my one most confident pick other than obviously Cincinnati Bengals getting Joe Burrow and Washington getting Chase Young. So yeah, New York Jets, another team who struggled in the drafts for years. Uh, they pick a solid pick, C.D. Lamb. As we move on, we go to the number 12 spot with the Las Vegas Raiders. Weird to say, <laughs> weird to say their name out loud. For everyone to hear the Las Vegas Raiders instead of the Oakland Raiders. Yes, the team made the move um, in the offseason. And uh, I think this is going to go quick with the wide receivers. Uh, another wide receiver off the board, Jerry Judy from Alabama. Uh, you know, obviously with the team's unlucky streak of wide receivers, uh, with Antonio Brown doing his antics last season, with him going crazy and leaving the team, they still have... Tyrell Williams from uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, who did okay. Um, but uh, obviously the team has been trying to look for a stud wide receiver for the past few seasons now. And I, I think they get that with Judy um, from Alabama. So a good pick once again for Mike Mayock and John Gruden of the Las Vegas Raiders. We move on to the San Francisco 49ers, who have been rumored to be uh, in trade talks for this 13th overall pick in the first round but I think their offense just gets better and another wide receiver off the board Henry Ruggs III from Alabama uh, this guy had ran the fastest 40 in the NFL combine this offseason and you know what the 49ers just get a faster offense of peace uh, for them with uh, George Kittle um, and uh, everyone there offensively uh, they just get better, and they get another, another speedy wide receiver um, for um, the the coaching staff, the offensive coaching staff out there, and Kyle Shanahan. We move on to the 14th pick, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will see what they do. Uh, to me, you have to protect Tom Brady. Um, you can't afford Tom Brady to get injured for you guys, um, and with that, they select at number 14, offensive tackle, Mekhi Becton from Louisville, um, a solid offensive lineman. Uh, there's a lot of offensive tackles that are pretty good in this year's draft. Uh, as In terms of interior linemen on offense, it, it, it isn't the greatest, but they are there. So expect for a lot of the teams that need an offensive line to go heavy on the tackles. So, um, yeah, Mackie Becton from Louisville to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and to protect Tom Brady. Let's do it. At number 15, we have the Denver Broncos. And this is going to be, when I say this selection, you guys are going to be like, what? But to me, it makes sense. And the guy picking the groceries out there for Denver and uh, who, who, sh who they should take, they should take a wide receiver to match up uh, and pair across from uh, wide receiver Cortland Sutton. But to me, I think the Denver Broncos shock everyone, and they take quarterback Justin Herbert from Oregon. Uh, it's been rumored that John Elway, the general manager of the Denver Broncos, has been eyeing this guy since last season. Um, however, I've heard also rumors that the New York Giants have been heavy on Justin Herbert, but to me, I think the Giants need that pass rusher. So 
the Denver Broncos get quarterback Justin Herbert, and you know what? I think he's a stud. I think he fills in the uh, the void for the years and years that the Broncos couldn't get it right, um, and John Elway gets a pass for all the Broncos hopeful fans out there. I think he's your long-term quarterback out there in Denver because obviously Joe Flacco, Miss, Drew Locke, I, I don't really know too much about him. Um, from Brock Osweiler screwing it up, their last good quarterback was the uh, the GOAT, Peyton Manning. So I think they I think they figure it out. At number 16, the Atlanta Falcons. And with with this team, you know, offensively, weapons-wise, they, they do have some guys. Um, obviously, Julio Jones. But to me, the defense was terrible last season. So I think uh, they solved the, um, the loss of cornerback Desmond Trufant. And they pick up cornerback C.J. Henderson from Florida, Gator Country. So they pick him up and uh, solve their need at cornerback. We move on to 17 with the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, to me, they need secondary help. Um, offensively, they're pretty set. They still have that offensive line. They have Amari Cooper, Zeke, Dak. So uh, you know what? I think they're good offensively. And to me, they will take a safety here. Xavier McKinney from Alabama. Uh, just to add to another piece of the puzzle on defense for them. We move to the 18th spot where we see Miami uh, again, but they could have uh, traded up at this point as uh, we all know they're, they're going to be aggressive uh, to move up. So for me, I think they continue to roll on offense and they draft the best running back in this NFL 2020 draft with DeAndre Swift running back from Georgia. He is small. He is quick. Uh, I was going to say Swift, but uh, I know that would have been probably pretty cringe. And uh, yeah, but this guy is a beast. And he, you know, with with losing Kenyon Drake and seeing him flourish out there in Arizona, you know, you, you, you figure out that uh, they need someone on uh, offense running the ball. And uh, with DeAndre Swift, I, I, they, I think they get a stud. So, uh, you know what? Book it for the Miami Dolphins. They're going to go offensive heavy in this year's draft. At number 19, we see the Las Vegas Raiders once again. And to me, I think they deal with the offensive line here. And they draft offensive tackle Andrew Thomas from Georgia. You need to protect Derek Carr. I, I still think he's your franchise quarterback. Uh, but with him running for his life for the past few seasons, it's it's not helping him and or his confidence. So you need to resolve your offensive line and you pick up another stud at offensive tackle with Andrew Thomas. We see the Jacksonville Jaguars with their second first round pick at number 20. And, you know, with them releasing Marquise Lee uh, a few days ago, I think they attack this. I know they have a lot of needs defensively, but I think with the crazy amount of wide receivers coming out of this draft, they draft wide receiver Justin Jefferson from LSU. This guy is a stud. I know a lot of you are thinking, oh, well, it was just Joe Burrow, you know, tossing it around to these guys. Um, and you know what? I think Justin Jefferson is one of the best wide receivers in this draft class. And, uh, 
Jacksonville Jaguars get a stud offensively for Gardner Minshew or whoever they get in uh, free agency. Who knows? Maybe this team signs Cam Newton uh, later on in the year. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. We move on to 21 and the Philadelphia Eagles. To me, it's kind of tricky in what they do here. Uh, they might go wide receiver um, because that's a huge needs. They need someone to catch the ball for Carson Wentz. They they need to address that problem. They need a solid wide receiver. Too many drops last season. It was drop city out there in Philadelphia. Um, but also, could potentially take a cornerback. That whole position group last season was terrible. Uh, I know they signed or they traded for Darius Slay, um, and they got him. But I think you just have to put someone else on the other side of the field to help him and bail him out sometimes. And, you know, not bail him out, but, like, essentially, you know, have two studs for your cornerback core. And with that, they select cornerback A.J. Terrell Clem from Clemson, uh, a young kid who will get you down and dirty and uh, defends the ball. So, so let's go. Philadelphia Eagles uh, approving the secondary. At the 22nd selection in this year's first round, the Minnesota Vikings, with one of their two first-round picks, they select cornerback Jalen Johnson. And I'm saying this, he's from Utah, uh, by the way. And I'm saying this because they've lost a lot of pieces uh, defensively. So for me, I think they go defense-heavy in the first round, and they select Jalen Johnson. At 23, we'll see what Bill Belichick does for the New England Patriots and see who they pick up. They have needs all over the field. Linebacker, tight end, wide receiver, quarterback. I don't believe Jarrett Stidham is the guy, but you know what? If anybody can make a quarterback good, I do believe it's Bill Belichick. This guy is a guru of football, so we'll see. But... Here's another pick that might shock you. I think the New England Patriots at 23 select quarterback Jordan Love, and they just turn him into the new um, Lamar Jackson. With the way the NFL is going right now, the mobile QB that could run around the field and just dominate, can throw the ball, can run and get a first down. This is what I think Bill Belichick... Uh, gets away from the pocket passer uh, aspect of Tom Brady, and uh, they they draft quarterback Jordan Love. We move on to 24 with the New Orleans Saints. And uh, to me, the Saints don't need a lot. Um, you know, you got Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders on the same field offensively. Uh, you, got, you got two... Good quality running backs in Alvin Kamara and um, Latavius Murray. You got uh, Cook, uh, your tight end. Um, your offensive line is fairly well as well. And to me, they draft linebacker Kenneth Murray from Oklahoma. Um, this would be one of my picks I would be hopeful for the Packers to get. But I think the New Orleans Saints are just, you know, ahead of them. And they draft a stud linebacker. Uh, for their defense. They could also go secondary here, uh, obviously losing safety Von Bell, um, but they acquire Malcolm Jenkins. So we'll see. We'll see what the New Orleans Saints do. 
at number 25, we see the Minnesota Vikings once again. And I know I said they might go uh, offense, but I do believe they have too many needs on uh, defense. And they go with edge rusher A.J. Epinesa from Iowa. hope I'm saying that last name correctly. Um, but once again, they lost too many guys to uh, on defense to free agency. So kind of Minnesota reshaping that defense. And I think they get a, a solid ed edge rusher. We move to 26, where the third first-round pick for the Miami Dolphins shall be selected. And to me, they have to help um, Tua Tagovailoa and keep him protected. So with that, I think they select offensive tackle Austin Jackson from USC. you got to protect the guy. If he is not fully healthy and he takes some brutal hits, you will find out soon enough if he's going to be your franchise quarterback because he'll be injured and his NFL career will be over. So with that, you got to bolster your offensive line and take Austin Jackson from USC. At number 27, we have the Seattle Seahawks. Um, and to me, their biggest need is offensive linemen because Ryan, uh, Russell Wilson was running for his life last season in my eyes. So they select Joshua Jones, offensive tackle from Houston University. We move on at 28. We're kind of firing these off back to back, back to back. Um, 28, we have the Baltimore Ravens, the best team in the NFL last season, in the regular season. Um, and to me, they they need some more guys in a heavy presence on defense sacking the quarterback. Uh, and with that, I know they got D Calais Campbell. They also got Derek Wolf, two veteran um, defensive ends. But with that... I think they select edge rusher Yatur Gross Matos from Penn State. And, uh, you know, paired with those veteran guys, they will show him a lot of tricks, a lot of tools that he could add to his arsenal. And, uh, yeah, Baltimore Ravens get another scary defensive front once again. At 29, we have the Tennessee Titans. And uh, to me, it's pretty evident what they should do here with the Strong, strong wide receiver class coming out of college, coming from out of the NCAA this year. And they select wide receiver T. Higgins from Clemson. I, I know they have A.J. Brown, who did fairly well uh, this past season. But you just add another kid on the other side of him and uh, boost your um, wide receiver core. At number 30, we have the Green Bay Packers. <sighs> To me, I just have a sick, painful feeling in my stomach. We're going to go defense here. We're going to get a linebacker or, or someone else. If we select a cornerback in the first round, I'm going to lose my mind. I, I'm not kidding you. Uh, if we select a quarterback, you know what? I wouldn't be too mad about it. But, you know, with all the surprise picks that I mentioned before, Jordan Love, Justin Herbert, uh, who, who knows? I think with that... I, I just please pray to God that, you know, with the strong, once again, with the strong core of wide receivers coming out of this year's draft, the Green Bay Packers just get it right. Get a, spe uh, a speedy, fast kid from um, this year's draft class and help out Aaron Rodgers. Give him another weapon other than Devontae Adams. Uh, get it right. Just please help him out. 
Please help him. He hasn't had help for a very, very long time. Uh, so with that, my pick, my dream pick in this year's draft for the Green Bay Packers, my favorite team, would be wide receiver Brandon Ayuk from Arizona State. This guy is underrated, probably the most underrated wide receiver in this year's draft class. Uh, do not sleep on him. Go on YouTube. Look at his highlight tape from this past season for Arizona State. I think he could be maybe one of the best wide receivers out of this draft class. I'm not just saying that because I want him. I'm saying that. Go look at the tape. Do it. Do yourself a favor. So, Brandon Ayuk, please become a Green Bay Packer. I'm putting that in the atmosphere for the football gods to hear and listen and feed to GM Brian Gutekunst. Uh, so, please, 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 just select him, please. Well, we got to move on to the 31 pick, and we'll see the San Francisco 49ers once again. Um, to me, they go defense here, and they draft defensive tackle Russ Blacklock, um, you know, a guy who's pretty well-rounded uh, on defense, who maybe in some mock drafts you saw a lot higher, but I do believe he falls just, a, uh, you know, into the late, late first round. Um, and, you know, obviously they, mi they missed out on Javon Kinlaw. I think uh, the team has been rumored to be uh, attracted to him. So, I think they miss out on him just because, you know, they're sitting at 13 and he goes to, um, where did I say before? Sorry, folks. Uh, he goes to the Jacksonville Jaguars sitting at nine. So with that, I think they, they solve uh, some defensive needs for the 49ers and Ross Blacklock from TCU. Well, we, we finished the first round with the Kansas City Chiefs, and you know what? It wouldn't, be, it wouldn't surprise me if the Kansas City Chiefs just traded this pick away and uh, moved into the second round and had a flurry of second-round picks. But you never know. They could take someone. And uh, I think, you know what? We haven't seen a running back come off the board yet um, in this draft in the first round. So to me, I think the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, just get better on offense with Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, uh, Tyreek Hill, and, uh, you know, some of the running backs they already have there. And I think they grab the small but mighty running back, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, LSU. Uh, this kid is very underrated, very underappreciated, and I think this guy is just going to be mighty, powerful, and just dominate next year. Just absolutely dominate. He's kind of a better Miles Sanders compared to last uh, year's draft. So uh, even better. Blows Miles Sanders out of the water. But just small, uh, elusive, and but very strong as well. So that's going to do it for the all the first 32 picks in the NFL 2020 draft. Some teams uh, without a first-round pick just to finish off this podcast to mention the Buffalo Bills do not have a first-round pick because of the Stephon uh, Diggs trade. The Indianapolis Colts do not have a first-round pick uh, this uh, season because uh, of the trade to the 49ers for defensive end DeForest Buckner. The Chicago Bears don't have a first-round pick because they're stupid, uh, and they got Khalil Mack. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers don't have a first-round pick as well because, obviously, the crazy trade they did to get Minka Fitzpatrick which worked out perfectly for them 
uh, with the Miami Dolphins last season. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams don't have a first-round pick either because uh, I don't know what they did, but they're stupid. Uh, I think the Los Angeles Rams are going to be the worst team in football next year. Hands down. I know they have Aaron Donald. I know they have still Jared Goff. I know they have, you know, pretty underrated wide receivers. I think they are going to be the worst team in the NFL. Hot take. That's my hot take so far of 2020. They're going to be terrible. Their offensive line looked terrible last season. Um, and then they re-sign Andrew Whitworth, which I don't get. Um, but And then they let go Todd Gurley. Let him walk to the Atlanta Falcons, so I don't get it. And another stupid team that doesn't have a first-round pick is the Houston Texans. Because they traded for Larry Tunsil last season, which was okay. You know, was okay. But didn't get him to the Super Bowl, so... Houston Texans, uh, I don't know what you guys are doing. But those are the teams without a first-round pick. And that's going to do it. So everyone, tune in tomorrow, watch the draft. Let's see if I'm even right on two or five of these picks. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. And uh, I, once again, I appreciate you guys tuning in and supporting me and listening. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Peace out, guys. Love you.